Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Root's metric U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines. Y'all never mind me. Hey, everybody. I was thinking about uh, investing today. I was thinking about investing not not necessarily in regard to money, but I was thinking about uh, investing in people and investing in yourself being one of those people. Uh, I was thinking about that, of course. Uh, I made a post about my uncle, who was one of the, the best mentors I've ever had, even more so than I realized uh, when he was um, alive. And I decided kind of firmly, I always wanted to, but firmly my, my goal is to to make sure that I invest in people, to support people, to let them know that I, that they have somebody who's who's going to look out for them, who can, you know, if I can't always offer a hand uh, financially, at least I can offer support to come out to a show or to, um, you know, just encourage and believe that whatever they're believing for can happen. I think that's one of the most profound things you can do for a person is to just support them. You don't have to give them, you know, money or time if you don't have it available. But just say, hey, I like what you're doing. I like this. I like that. I'll tell people about you. Uh, I'll support you. And I think that's a great thing you can do. I think that in addition to that, I think if you if you have the opportunity to be charitable to a person, if you can give them uh, your, your expertise, if you can give them, uh, just, uh, your wisdom from having lived a life and having gone through, uh, situations and or circum and or circumstances that could benefit them. I think that's a, a wonderful thing for you to do. But I remember years ago, um, on the financial side of it, reading, it was a article, um, an article and also a video about, the um the one percent the black one percent of wealthy wealthy people and how in the article and in the video they were talking about how how black well, people of color black people specifically they were talking about at that time don't really invest much and it's not that they don't have the capital or even that they don't have the information all the time a lot of times it's that we don't we i'm saying as black people don't have the opportunity to to reset or to recoup if that investment goes south. If we were to invest in something that were to turn out negative or were to lose us money, we don't often have enough capital or enough resources behind our money to to kind of bounce back or to offset that hit. And he said for that reason Black people generally don't invest much, and when they do, they don't invest uh, across a bunch of spectrums. It's usually one or two places just to ensure that they'll get a return on their, their money. And I understand that because it, it just makes sense. But I wanted to. I know I, I can't invest at this point just yet. I can't invest financially, but what I can do is I can support people. I can invest in 
in a person's character by saying, I believe in you and I support what you're doing. I like what you're doing for the people that I do like what they're doing and I do support what they're doing. And as much as I can, I will try to make a, a financial contribution to what they're doing. If they're an artist or a musician or something, I'll try to buy, you know, a CD or <laughs> a CD. Huh? I'll try to buy a single or stream something or whatever, whatever method they would prefer uh, or try to buy a painting just to show support to show that, hey, keep going, because a lot of people are talented enough to to live off of their talent, but they don't have enough support to to kind of kind of encourage them or to keep them going from uh, one thing to the next. Because even as a as a musician, an amateur musician, I couldn't make I love I love playing the drums. I love music in general. I love my beat making slash production that I do. I love all of that. Absolutely. And I would do it all day long, probably if I were allowed to. Um, but I don't, I can't, I don't make enough money to support that. I have a family and a household, but I don't make enough money to support that. Now, the interesting thing is that when I learned, and I always talk about that, when I learned to play the drums, I was between jobs and we'll we'll call it uh between jobs and not unemployed <laughs> uh but I, I didn't have a job at that time and I was thinking well what's what's something that you really want to do like what what do you want to do so during that time like I said I, I pursued a bunch of different interests uh, a bunch of different hobbies and stuff just to find out what I liked and I I went to the music store wanted to play bass but bass was too expensive so I played drums but I got better because I had the time and I had the the desire. I had the desire and the time to make it happen. And everyone doesn't have that. It was a risk and a sacrifice. And I think about that when I think about my life. Now, I don't want to get to a point where I'm too afraid to branch out, where I get too complacent and get too comfortable and say, well, I better not leave this because, you know, it's cold out there and I'm warm and cozy right here. And that's absolutely true because you can be warm and cozy, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the best best place for you to be. You know, um, Black Thought, a rapper who put out a 10 minute freestyle almost three years ago now, he had a, a line in there where he was talking about um, that he 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 would hope that he would not be complacent. And I forget what the line exactly was, but he was talking about that he wouldn't be stagnant in this gilded cage over at the uh the tonight show because that's a great gig and a lot of people would aspire to that and once that they got there that would be the peak of their mountain and they would just stay there but he wanted to stay inspired i believe and he wanted to stay um relevant to some degree and wanted to stay um hungry hungry and competitive and i think that that's that's what's necessary i, I want to i don't ever want my kids to see me being afraid in that regard. I don't, I'm not afraid of trying because you have to try. The thing that gets me now being 100% honest is I don't, I could risk it if it was just me, but it, it factors in more because there are more people that are counting on me. Now, of course, my income is not the only income in the house. And just like I found this job, I'll find another one just like it. And for me, statistically, not statistically, historically, rather, that's better. Um, I've always gone from better to better to better. So, um, it would be in line with my history to leave where I'm at to go for something better. So 
even with that, I still think about like, what about this and what about that? But it does, I don't think about it in terms of being imprisoned by um, my life. You know, I think of it in terms of I am prepared for that discomfort and it doesn't make me afraid, but I don't want to inconvenience my family so much with that, with the discomfort of growing, the growing pains, because that does mean that things will be different to shift. And I'm okay with that. And I'm not afraid about that. I'm not even afraid about um, the resources so much. I just don't want to make them uncomfortable during the transition because as I know, in, in pursuit of something bigger, there is that, that uphill climb until you reach that plateau and I'm prepared for it. And, you know, you think about it and you're ready for it, but you just don't want to inconvenience other people. So I think about that in regard to investment because I want to invest in people and I invest the information I have from, from taking those risks and even investing in someone is a risk to extend and say that, I believe what what you are doing is is valuable. And even if they decide to say, you know, well, thanks for, you know, investing with me financially or otherwise, but I'm going to give up. I still want to invest in people to give them give them hope because somebody gave me hope. Somebody believed in me and somebody said, you know, take a chance. And even if sometimes the, the voice that said take a chance and go for it and try was just my own voice, I'm still thankful that someone was willing to invest in me who wasn't afraid of, you know, putting their name or co-signing for me or with me. So I think about that in terms of the example my uncle set for me and what I want to do going forward, not just to my children, but I want, I want to invest in people. I want to invest, you know, more love into the world, more hope into the world and more, more belief into the world, more positivity into the world, more, more, you know, offering a lifeline that it's not just you who thinks, you know, that something good can happen. It's not just you who think, you know, in your bubble that no one can help me, that we can we can help be helpers of one another and we can help each other to get to our next stages. You know, so I think about that because I want to invest because it's you know, that's how we change the world. And I think that's that's how we change the world, as in all the people on this planet and that's how we change the world as in the worlds in which we live, the people that we impact on our day to day or week to week or what have you. That's how we impact those people. We decide to make a change within our little circles. We decide to invest within our little circles. We decide to uplift and support within our circles. And I believe that it does come back. And even if it doesn't come back, it'll come back to someone, <laughs> you know, even if it's not you, it'll come back to someone who you would want to have helped, you know, who someone who you would want, someone who needs the help that you would know. I believe that it does come back like that. And giving, giving your help and giving your support is never a lost thing. So I think about investment and I, I pray that you, you decide to invest in not just yourself, but invest in somebody else. If you can, if you can be a support, buy from someone, if your friend has a business, buy something from them, or if they have, you know, something they're trying to do, just give them a call and say, hey, I support you, even if I can't, you know, come out to the show or come out to, you know, where you are or give you a couple of dollars. I support you and I want you to do well. So I'm going to at least advertise on my page for whatever it is you're doing. And I think that that'll be a blessing to a lot of different people. So those are my thoughts today. You guys take it easy.
Facebook's safety teams protect billions of people each month. They lead the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested more than $13 billion in the last five years, quadrupling their safety and security teams to 40,000 people and investing in industry-leading AI technology to enhance safety on their platforms. It's working. Over the last several months, they've taken action on 1.7 billion fake accounts, 51.7 million violent and graphic posts, 62 million explicit adult posts, 9.3 million drugs and firearms sales posts. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Keeping your feed safe will continue to be everyone's priority at Facebook. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety.